Welcome to the Auburn UMC Clergy Conversations podcast. Each week, our pastors take an in-depth look at Scripture and preview their message for Sunday morning services. We're glad you joined us. For more information about Auburn UMC, please visit our website at aumc.net. Welcome to our time of conversation. We're so glad that you have joined us uh, as we look at Mark chapter 12. And I'm Charles, one of the associate ministers here, and I'm along here with Kelly, Corey, and we are just thankful to be a part of this as we look at the greatest command. Um, and on the surface, it's one of those that seems so simple, yet it takes a lifetime to kind of live out and mm-hmm. to kind of really see. Mm-hmm. Um, so, would you like to read that for us? Sure, I've got the Common English Bible. What do you have? I have the um, New Revised Standard Version. Maybe we'll hear both. Okay. Uh, So I am starting in verse 28 uh, of Mark's Gospel, chapter 12. One of the legal experts heard their dispute and saw how well Jesus answered them. He came over and asked, which commandment is the most important of all? Jesus replied, the most important one is Israel. Listen, our God is the one Lord, and you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your being, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, you will love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. The legal expert said to him, Well said, teacher, you have truthfully said that God is one and there is no other beside him. And to love God with all of the heart, a full understanding, and all of one's strength, and to love one neighbor as oneself is much more important than all kinds of entirely burned offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he had answered with wisdom, he said to him, You aren't far from God's kingdom. After that, no one dared to ask him any more questions. That's great. Um, <laughs> I love I love this conversation that happens. Mm-hmm. But that, the NRSV is so similar to that that yeah. I don't know if it would be. I can read a f- few moments, but it's almost like when I hear Jesus um, answer, he, he instead of saying "listen," it's "hear, O Israel," yeah. which is you know that mm-hmm. same Hebrew word of "listen," <laughs> hear. Um, turn your hearts. You know that the Lord is one. It's that prayer of. Deuteronomy that they were all the Shema, yeah. Mm-hmm. That you prayed as you walked through the doorpost of your homes throughout the day. It was mm-hmm. that take time and listen to God, and this is the commandment: the one God is one. Really great little moment here that Jesus has mm-hmm. with this scribe, um, or what does yours call him? The legal expert. The legal e- expert. Mm-hmm. I like that. Definitely. Well, and that Shema, the hero Israel or listen to Israel, Lord our God is one. Like I say, that they would, um, first thing they would say, waking up in the morning, last thing at, mm-hmm. at night. And what a reminder um, of just to, to listen to mm-hmm. God and what, mm-hmm. what we are supposed to be about. Yeah. Um, and of course, the scripture just very much tells us what we're to be about as well. One of my Duke professors described this greatest commandment um, as to love your God with everything you've got, mm-hmm. um, which mm-hmm. I think is hard, you know, with your wallet, with your brain, with your uh, actions, with your relationships, with energy, with your energy, with your thoughts, all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When you think of loving God, loving neighbor, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we, we talk about, you know, that means with our thinking, with our living and, you know, the people you live with every day, you're close to, those are your neighbors. I mean, everything and yourself. Yes. <laughs> I think, and, and we had talked about this earlier, I think one of 
the things about this passage is that whether we realize it or not, I think we have all had a similar encounter to this one when um, maybe your friend tells you about someone or your coworker tells you about someone and you think, wow, they sound awful. And that, or maybe that's just me that <laughs> Speak what have they been telling you about me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you meet them and you really like them yeah. and you think, oh gosh, well, I guess I like them now. You know, uh, you're surprised yeah. by how much you enjoy someone. I think that's kind of similarly what's happening here. These two people, Jesus mm -hmm. and the scribe, who at least in Mark's gospel have a long-standing, contentious relationship with one another. Here they are having this really beautiful exchange mm -hmm. where they love and respect and agree with one another, especially about God. It's sometimes, you know, that yeah. gets us feeling some type of way sometimes. Well, you, you watch throughout Mark's gospel and... Jesus has had some difficult moments mm -hmm. with legal experts and scribes and Pharisees. Mm -hmm. So the one that he meets here in Jerusalem, um, you know, he's just ridden into town. It's it's right after Palm Sunday. They're standing there. This is the last week of Jesus's life, mm -hmm. and and he encounters this one who's probably heard a lot of rumors about Jesus, oh. and he's just loaded or maybe armed or something. But you know, the distance falls apart <laughs> as yeah. they start finding themselves of. Well, that's how I feel. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a beautiful conversation that takes place when mm -hmm. they they both kind of say, "That's what's most important." You know, mm -hmm. loving God, loving neighbor. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, we need more moments like this. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the kind of the scripture before that, and you know, in hearing what the Sadducees and different things said, mm -hmm. that there was always this thing. Do we? expand the law and there's thousands of commandments how do we you know um mm -hmm. do the the small version of the law mm -hmm. and uh and contract it and make it make it doable um and so obviously the legal expert heard something in that previous disagreement that maybe i don't know maybe gave him confidence in jesus in a way to mm -hmm. approach him yeah uh and and ask this this question so it's an interesting thing is we think about our discussions sometimes during the day or people we may find ourselves agreeing with or disagreeing with that, that that's kind of what what prompted this mm -hmm. um and really in the way that jesus answers of course is to to love god but with, with all that you have and to to love your neighbors yourself um you know it's almost like he's saying the only way you can prove your love for god is loving mm -hmm. others mm -hmm. yeah it's, um, it's not about all the traditional or ritual or worship, but really the only way that we can mm -hmm. prove and say that we love God is the way we love and treat others. Yeah. Yeah. It's in, in that way, it's like a, a multi-purpose statement. You said it much better, but there's an mm -hmm. informational segment to it. Hero Israel, the Lord your God is one. And then there's an action segment to it. And here's how we know this is true. Mm -hmm. uh, we love God and we love neighbor. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Yeah. When you were talking, Charles, I was thinking about the, um, how you know it, 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 the whole the whole crux of it kind of begins, like you were saying, of listening. You know, first mm -hmm. thing in the morning, last thing in the evening, walking through doors during the day, mm -hmm. listen, listen, listen. Mm -hmm. And that idea of listening does open the door to loving. Listening mm -hmm. opens the door to loving God. Listening to others opens the door to loving them. You know, and listening mm -hmm. to our own selves. You know, listening to our body, listening to how we live, paying attention kind of opens the door to all of that. And so the Shema, which the Hebrew meaning of that is listen. listen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like um, listening is the key so many times of um, mm -hmm. 
tuning out a lot of the noise that gets in the way of our relationships with the people we get to live around every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Truly. I think, I don't know, one of the, Charles and I were talking about this earlier. I love Mark. Mark is my favorite gospel. You probably shouldn't pick favorites, but I do. <laughs> and, and so many times the way Mark teaches is roundabout or backwards. You really kind of have to work to get to things. You're trying to figure out who is really the disciple or who is really the hero in this story. Um, but this is not one of those moments. Sometimes Mark teaches with ambiguity and sometimes Mark teaches with such clarity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what we get here. Jesus doesn't speak in riddles here. Jesus is not having what we might call a teachable moment. Um, well, it is teachable, but Jesus is not proving a point to anyone um, or telling a parable. Mm-hmm. Jesus is simply he says it and is very clear. I don't know of a, a, a fancier way to say mm-hmm. that. Jesus mm-hmm. is very clear here that um, love is the way that we experience God and experience others, and it's a way that we show um, our devotion to God. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like sometimes English is just so... Uh, wildly insufficient when we talk about God because I use the same word I love tacos the way that I love God (laughs) and that just feels so (laughs) wildly uh, insufficient I guess I Uh come back to the same word but but yeah love is the Mm -hmm. love is the thing what what is what's really cool about that love and that love of God and love that at the end of this moment of connection that these two have is there's this moment of awe, uh-huh. and and the whole crowd is taken by it. That they go, we have nothing. <laughs> we don't really have anything to say to this other than, and it says they that no one dared to ask any question. But it was not. But it was not out of um, a sense of they know more than we know, so we shouldn't ask anything. But it was more of a sense of, whoa. Uh huh. Yeah. And maybe we're all not too far from the kingdom of God. I mean, I think about moments that we've seen in our own journey where we've we've seen uh it's like god breaks through the life of someone else in the way they serve and share that share the love and light Mm -hmm. of god and we've all have you had those moments or you've seen someone one kind of step out of themselves and give of themselves and you go that was really holy Mm -hmm. can you think of any moments like that recently or i'm sure i can i hate this pop quiz (laughs) (laughs) i don't know have you yes okay Well, I was just thinking the other night, we had trunk or treat here at our church. Yes, we did. And we had people from, I don't know, just all walks of life, all over the community, showing up, caring for one another. And I saw these two, um, I don't know, they must have been either second graders or third graders. And they were not in the same school or something. They had gone to school like in kindergarten. And you know how Auburn has like five elementary schools? Mm-hmm. And, and then you split and you move and go, you know, so you, you don't see each other till you go to our sixth grade Drake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they had, it was like, it's like one of those scenes where you movie scenes where you see somebody across the field and they come running at each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even though one was a Spider Man and one was something else, I forget what, they just kind of like, oh my goodness, you know. And was it, it like was a million dollar man? It was a yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. the little Lee Majors moment. Uh, but they they come together and they embrace. And I was thinking that is so wonderful that you know I don't. It was simple, but it was. The church is a place where you find that kind of love of neighbor. It was just, mm-hmm. it was just simple and beautiful, 
and you know, I wish I'd had my video camera on just to film that because it was a fun moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and I feel like that that passage and that experience both speak to the truth that I think Jesus is trying to get across here that love and coming together and then in the scripture we see like agreement and harmony and listening are really the things that transform the world like it left you speechless if mm -hmm. it left the crowd speechless um, and I think we're often tempted to to perform our faith in words instead of perform our faith in unity and and kindness and love but it, it really seems like those coming together, trunk or treat, light in the community moments are the ones that really are the ones that transform our world. Mm -hmm. We didn't plan, we didn't, we didn't schedule these moments, but when mm -hmm. they happen, you go, we're, we're close to the kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's right here, y'all. It's right underneath us. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, you're not far at all. Yes. And speaking of that, that sense of awe and wonder that I think Hillel said that, um, that really, that, that these two things, this is the, the law. And of course, Jesus inter twined them so so well that you really can't love God without loving your neighbor and it's difficult to fully love a neighbor uh, without loving the creator in a way um, but you know he said that this really is the law and everything else is just commentary mm -hmm. um, and there's some I think there's some truth to that and I think it kind of lends itself again to that sense of awe and, and wonder yeah yeah yeah. So, so as we um, as we kind of close our conversation today, where are you thinking about? Um, you know, what what does this call us to? How does this call us to live? How does this call us to be? What is this inviting us to to be more of or to allow in our lives? I mean, is what what is the scripture inviting us to? As y'all read this today, I think to. You know, as we've said, to love God and to that, that challenge of with all that we have as we look at um, our time, our, our energy, um, our, you know, very being, our, our heart, you know, the, the old question, where do you spend your time, where do you spend your money, um, what do you, you think about all the time? Um, and then secondly, I think um, also that it just... Um, challenges also to break down some some barriers with that that when jesus said love your neighbor mm -hmm. um of course comes from leviticus 19 18 but in that context it was really talking about uh the jewish people or the people of israel and not to hold a grudge against your own people mm -hmm. but then jesus kind of as jesus does uh took that to mean so much more mm -hmm. uh that that means you know everyone so mm -hmm. i think um, I don't know. I think that was one of my walking away thoughts yeah. or points. Well, I like your answer better. Um, but <laughs> one of the funny things about my personality, Patrick and I were talking about this the other day, is that um, sometimes I don't like... This is embarrassing. I'm sorry. I'm letting all of you in on a secret. But I don't always um, fight to come to... Uh, what's that word where you meet in the middle? Consensus? It's compromise. A compromise. I don't fight to come to a compromise. I fight to win. Uh -huh. um, all of that to say, I think part of this is that we often listen um, to like be confrontational. We listen to respond instead of listening to understand or listening to love. Yeah. And I think a huge part of learning how to love our neighbor is learning how to listen simply to understand, not to respond, not to mm -hmm. win, not to do anything, but simply listening to God, to neighbor, to the world, to your heart. Mm -hmm. Listen. Mm -hmm. 
That's a good word for all of us today. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I invite us to close in prayer today, and I know this Sunday is Halloween. It's a, it's a fun day, fun night uh, for our community. And I don't know if y'all are like this, but I think Halloween is one of those moments where it's just a natural time to connect with neighbors. Yeah. I, I see people on my street on Halloween that I never see or talk mm-hmm. to as long as this night. I, I know it's strange, mm-hmm. but it's really a, it breaks down lots of barriers just to get out and do those things. So go out and be in the community, mm-hmm. and, and let's love God and love neighbors. So I invite us to go to the Lord in prayer. Holy God, thank you for this week. Thank you for this season. Thank you for this uh, changing season as well. A season that invites us to let go of things that are maybe in the way and and allow ourselves to just lean in and listen to you, listen to our neighbors, um, get to know those around us and learn in the listening the beautiful gift of love and to recognize and see these informal moments as signs and wonders of your kingdom right here among us. Guide and bless us this day. We pray in your holy name. Amen. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Clergy Conversations with Auburn United Methodist Church. Check back next week for our next episode. For more information about Auburn United Methodist Church, please visit our website at aumc.net.